Alright, what's going on everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. Before we start into today's episode, I have a quick question for you. Raise your hand if you are listening and you are a founder or you are a founder type or working on side projects. Now, if you're if you're driving, please don't raise your hand. But if you're thinking that's me, chances are you might have a co-founder and in today's world, everything's remote. And this is unfortunate for founding teams because teams work fastest when they're together, right? When you're starting something new from scratch, being in the same room has a magical kind of feeling to it. And when we're all remote, you don't really get the same thing. Well, what if I told you there's a way to get that same output, right? Get that same feeling while being remote. And luckily there is. Uh, our sponsor for the next couple of weeks for Forward Thinking Founders is Sidekick. And Sidekick is an always-on display that sits next to you, next to your computer. It allows you to work right next to your co-founder like you were in the same room. This eliminates most of the problems that you kind of get when founding a startup remotely. And you're able to move faster and, and, and kind of get stuff done in a much more efficient way like you could with if you were in the same room. And luckily, because you're a listener of Forward Thinking Founders, you get a big discount on on Sidekick devices. If you go to sidekick.video slash FTF, you get $30 off. The market rate is $50 per device. As a listener of this podcast, it is $20 per device. $30 off total per device. So go to sidekick.video slash FTF, get your devices, and get you and your co-founders working together like you're in the same room, even if you're remote. Hope you enjoy it. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Arkady Baltzer, who is the founder of PlutoView. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Thank you, Matt. Thank you for welcoming me. It's great. Uh, the world is moving forward. We're moving forward with the world. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely, definitely crazy times, but kind of within those crazy times, luckily, you know, builders will, will always keep building. And that's kind of what you're doing with PlutoView. So for, for people that don't know what PlutoView is, what are you working on? PlutoView is a shared browsing solution designed to make remote research and web-based collaboration effortless for students, education organizations, remotely-based teams, really all of the people that are either by desire or by circumstance have to work remotely and still have to have that experience effective, seamless, and really have it make sense. So basically... Uh, what we're thinking about when we're thinking about effective group collaboration is sitting at the same table, 
with your team, working from multiple devices at the same time, so that you could see what's going on in your partner's screen, got time, coordination efforts, and really have the process make sense. Screen sharing is a technology that is 30 years old, and it may be good for demonstration, like showing a presentation or a video, but it does absolutely nothing for effective group collaboration. And that's where PlutoView comes in. We bring multiple shareable screens to disperse teams, making their real-time collaboration as seamless as actually working from the same table. Well, that's awesome. I mean, this is, I mean, it's something that is definitely useful because um, especially in the world that we live in, can you kind of like, kind of dive a little deeper into how it works? So I was to use PlutoView um, and wanted to use someone's screen, wanted someone to see mine. Can you kind of describe a little deeper into how it works? Yeah, absolutely. So basically when you think of screen sharing, I'm going to return back to screen sharing for a second. It's one screen for team, right? For the whole team, you can share only one screen at a time. With PlutoView, you have a screen for each team member. So a group of five could be working on five screens simultaneously. And it works pretty simple. You're opening up a session, sharing your screen, sharing your session with your partner. Partner receives a link. You're simply copying and sending a link to your partner. Partner receives a link and he gets automatically transported into your web session uh, with seamless connection. In the same way, your partner can open up his own session and share it with you. So in this case, with two people, you end up working on two screens, basically two computers, two cloud-based computers that are uh, synchronous, and you're working together as if you're sitting at the same table with two computers in front of you. How, I guess like, how is that, well, I guess before we go into like deeper, deeper into the product and who would use it, et cetera, let's kind of talk about, let's back up and kind of talk about origin story. Why did you decide to start this? Why this specific problem? Why this product? You know, I'd love to hear about how this got started. Yeah, that was exactly. And here, Boston plays a really key role. Coming out of Boston, being a past student, an educator, uh, you really get to know and feel that remote collaboration is not at the level where it should be. Uh, I remember uh, teaching an innovation, being a participant in a co-author at an innovations and philosophy class session. We were hosting it remotely. Uh, we had two separate accounts open for each person. So each person had two separate accounts open so we could share two screens at the same time right? Extremely strenuous process that doesn't make sense, but we had to do it so we could share two screens at the same time. And this is where, this is where the idea really kind of assembled itself. Like, Hey, this is not good. Screen sharing may be good for demonstration, but once you really need to get into, you know, needed really details, get things done, get it done fast without losing connection, screen sharing does nothing. That's where the idea came from. Uh, cool thing, so we started working on PlutoView. We started building like our first prototypes, our first little steps, uh, first MVPs uh, a year and a half ago. And at that point, there was not a single startup working, uh, as far as I know, working on virtual browsers. Right now, I could name four or five startups that are doing some sort of virtual browsers. And that's where the kind of technology comes in, right? So screen sharing is not good. We already defined that. But what is there that is not screen sharing? And we looked towards virtualization, uh, something that was mostly used by developers and coders to optimate uh, to optimize CI and CD processes within organizations. Uh, we said, hey, this could actually be made into an amazing consumer product, a product that people need. 
Uh, and we are actually right now up to date, still the only startup that have really nailed the multi-screen accessibility part of it. Because right, the key collaboration, effective collaboration happens on multiple devices at the same time. And PlutoView is the only ones to bring that accessibility for multiple screens simultaneously. And I have to ask, I, I don't always ask this, but I'm just curious for you, um, why did you land on the name PlutoView? It's like, I, I like, I'm thinking through <laughs> different, I, I like, I'm visualizing like different Amazing reasons. Question. I'm just curious um, when you were getting this started, like why PlutoView? That's a fantastic question. And I have a very specific answer to that question. Uh, something that I haven't mentioned. We at PlutoView are, this is something we call private by design right? We employ virtualization technologies. Our sessions are extremely private. We're actually in many ways more private than VPN services, just because we, we, we don't have third-party risks. When actual VPNs are, as an organization, can see the content and, 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 and basically the flow of what's going and passing through, we are private by design and we offer that privacy. So imagine Pluto, right? Pluto, a little small planet somewhere in the distance. Imagine watching the Earth from Pluto, a view from Pluto when you're safe, cozy, and you can actually connect with people and share this experience together. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, um, I, I, I feel like that's a question I actually don't ask very often, but I think I'm going to start because it's just, um, it's just every, at the earliest stages of a company, like it, like, you know, it's just, it's cool to hear like, Oh, like how do you come up with, with the name, et cetera. So, so let's kind of go into like your day to day. So you have this product, it's, it, 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 it kind of offers a, a different level of collaboration and whatnot. I'm curious right now, are you spoke, are you focusing more on like shipping product, writing code? Are you focused on like getting this out to the world, like distribution? Are you fundraising? I guess, I guess what I'm asking is like, what is a day in the life of, of the founder of, of PlutoView? Yeah, yeah, totally. So we launched a month ago, became product number one of the week on Product Hunt, product number four of the month on Product Hunt, and currently host somewhere between 2,000 and 2,500 active co-browsing sessions. And that's great, but we still want to get the number up. We just launched a month ago. So the thing on our plate, the most important thing is working with the user base that we have, growing it, really catering to them, working closely with them, making sure that the product that is going to be happening, that the product that is going to be growing and evolu uh, uh, growing, becoming, you know, more kind of, uh, you know, more fitted towards the needs of the people that we're trying to serve. And the people, these people for us are really educators because remote collaboration is a problem for everyone, but the pain point is mostly felt and felt to, you know, like kind of the highest degree by, by education community, by students and educators, because you're involved in multiple projects at the same time. You need to get stuff done. You need to get it done quickly and you're based remotely. So the, that's huge. So working with the community of people that we already have around us, growing that community, catering to their needs and building the product according to what they need, which is something that we're going to be unraveling. Uh, so I, again, into this, obviously, you know, shipping features, it, it's, it's an important part of it because, you know, we want to ship features that people need. And in, a, in, in approximately a month, we're actually going to be releasing a whole new kind of front end version when you're going to be able to see, you know, actual cursor of your partner, you're going to be able to highlight text and move it from one screen to another. You're going to have a synchronous like 
like a synchronous notebook. Think of Google Docs, but only within the synchronous browser, right? So that notebook that is synchronized between multiple sessions that are connected to, you know, your project, biology, uh, I don't know, human resources, whatever you're working on, maybe even marketing, uh, if, if, if we're talking outside of education, more into kind of remote enterprise sphere, it's going to be connected to your project and you're going to have, you know, transcript of all of the notes, all of the important details, bookmarks and everything, really making kind of the ultimate tool for web collaboration. By that, I mean web research and working on tools like, you know, if we're talking about coding and, you know, coding classes, actually getting to use web tools like CodePen synchronously with multiple people, that's literally what remote education needed for the last 10 years. Because, you know, coronavirus is everything, right? It, it happened, it changed the world. But still, remote education existed 10 years ago. We're talking about remote tutors, coding boot camps. It was still there. And the big thing that people just were trying to figure out how to really get that kind of done is... and is bringing the environment that you have within the classroom and kind of, you know, the effective accessibility that you have in the classroom when a professor can tell, you know, to form five groups and uh, each group would start coding a separate project and a professor would be able to go from one group to another seeing how they're doing. Uh, that's impossible to do when you're based remotely. With Pluto View, that's as easily done as working from the same room. Uh, so this is something we're working really, really hard on and concentrating is really shaping those details to the user base that we have already and growing the user base and really making their problem obsolete. And as you do kind of go for that goal of making their problem obsolete, how do you think about features and like feature requests? You obviously have a product vision, but you obviously have like customers and users that you want to please. How do you find the balance between your product vision and, and building what you think needs to exist in the world and meeting the market where it's at and like building what the market wants? Like, how do you find the middle ground? That's an amazing question because I think this is super important and it's something that a lot of startups and entrepreneurs are struggling with. You have to listen to your audience, really the kind of, you know, the headlight of let's say a car or a ship, which is your company, really the headlight is your audience. They have to kind of direct you in the, where you should be going, but then you should never forget about your personal vision because really company is held by the emotions within the company, by the people that are working within it, by, you know, the passion that people have. And when you can't really realize that kind of inner desires and inner vision that you have as an entrepreneur, that your teammates have as uh, basically your, your team, right? Uh, a lot of a lot of things uh, start slacking, and a lot of things really, you know, stop working the way they should. And that middle ground is a really shaky place, right? You and in order to make it less shaky and make it kind of more clear and something that you could really rely on is knowing exactly who your audience is right? Because you're building some, your vision is building something for a specific audience. When you're in contact with exactly the people that you want to be in contact with, exactly the people that you want to shape the product for, that, that gradient, that you know, difference between your personal vision and the vision of the community becomes less blurred. And there's more kind of movement zone where you could actually go with the features that you're shipping and uh, basically you know, daily decisions that you're making. Yeah, it's like, it makes, it makes a lot of sense. It's, it's nuanced because there's no perfect answer, but it's, that's the thing with, 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 uh, with being a founder, like whatever your style is, whatever you think is the way is the way, you know, except the, the beauty of building yeah. companies. So let's look Absolutely. out, 
um, let's look out, you know, 10 years, you, you master all the user acquisition, you build a great product and, and, and kind of fine tune it over time. What would you say um, this could look like in a decade or I guess in other, in other words, uh, what, what's the big vision you have here and uh, what, what, um, what direction are you rowing in? Think of Apple Store for virtual applications. When we're talking about education as a market, right? Being able to co-browse effectively and efficiently is key because search engines are really, you know, the 90% of education. Professor, teacher teaches you something, the, the rest is self-taught. The rest is you and your search browser, right? Uh, you and your community, your teammates, whether it is research, whatever it is. But education doesn't stop on search engines. There's film classes, there's um, music classes where, uh, where students are learning how to edit, you know, music, how to edit footage and video, we're going to be virtualizing applications. We, in order to really get put of you to where we are ready right now, we had to build a completely novel architecture that allows us to virtualize literally anything with, you know, no cost, oh, very little cost to nothing. Uh, and that's really kind of, you know, if, 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 if you ask what is the heart of Pluto View, it is the architecture that allows us to virtualize everything. So in, in not even in 10 years, in six years, we're going to be the app store for virtual applications and an AWS for uh, virtual browsers. Because imagine you, you know, that's something that we've received, uh, received incredible amount of requests uh, ever since we launched and even before we launched when we were piloting is API integrations for virtual offices, web apps. We receive about, about uh, one re request a day for kind of API integrations. And even though that's not something we're concentrating on right now heavily, because we want to build the product for the community of people that we're building the product, have it work as flawlessly as it can. Uh, but what uh, we're going to be, we're going to be approaching the API thing soon. Uh, and that's something on our plate. So in 10 years, Blue Review is going to be AWS for virtual browsers and an Apple store for virtual applications, really the place to go when you need to have a shared experience of, of shared collaborative experience. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a huge vision and, and to make it happen, you'll, you'll obviously need some help, right? Like you'll need users and customers, you'll, you'll maybe need more investors if you wanna go down that route. Um, you, you'll, you'll definitely need employees, but like what you'll definitely need, I can guarantee is help from the forward thinking founders community. So for my, my last question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you looking for users? Are you hiring? Are you fundraising? How can we help? We are currently fundraising. We're uh, we're we're trying to close our pre-seed round uh, in the next month, month and a half. We're raising two hundred fifty thousand dollars pre-seed. This is going to get a six-month run rate, and in five months, we're going to be opening up a seed round. So that's definitely an ask that is on my mind. Uh, without like, it is on my mind. But the big thing that I want from the community is really giving Pluto View a try because forward-thinking founders community are people that uh, are somewhat used to working remotely. That's a little thing about, you know, about entrepreneurs in general and entrepreneurs that arose in the, uh, in the last five to 10 years. We're really used to working remotely and we know what's not working for us, what is working for us. I would, I would love an opinion and feedback from as many community members as, 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 as I can get because those are very valuable to us. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that's at this stage. That's like that's key. If someone wanted to give feedback, try it out, um, had some interest in in the fundraise, uh, how can someone get in touch? What's the what's the website URL? Do you have an email? Are you on Twitter, LinkedIn? How can someone um, kind of uh, start a conversation with you? We're everywhere. We're on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. Just type in Pluto View, P L U T O V. IEW Pluto view type it in you'll find us literally in every social network that you can think of uh, the best way to reach me is either LinkedIn or my personal email arcady at plutoview.com a-r-k-a-d-i-y at plutoview.com and our URL is www.plutoview.com there is also a little thing that I, there's a, a pretty cool chat box if, if you have any questions, anybody within the community, right as soon as you get at the website, text me. You could even just not have any questions. Just go ahead and text me. Say, hey, I'm from, I'm, 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 I'm from uh, Forward Thinking Founders, uh, about to check out both of you. I'll, I'll be really excited to hear all of those and see all, and see all of those. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. And thanks for coming on to the podcast. Thank you, Matt. It's really exciting for us. Stay safe, stay healthy. It's crazy times that we're living in, but I know I have, I have a feeling in my gut they're going to end sooner or later. They're going to end. We just have to power through. I'm with you. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you want more of Forward Thinking, I'm excited to let you know that we now have a community. Well, it's not really a community. It's more of a city. It's called Forward Thinking City. And in Forward Thinking City, you're able to do AMAs with past guests that have been on the podcast. For example, today we just talked to Jonathan Barkle, who's the CEO of Air Garage. Um, Additionally, we have the CEO of Catch, Kristen Anderson. We have Austin Allred, the CEO of Lambda School coming in. And these are people that you can talk with, right? You can ask them questions. These are AMAs. Additionally, you're able to do happy hours with other residents once a week so you can meet other people, learn about their startups. You also have a chance to do startup office hours and get feedback on your on your startup or your product, as well as get a chance to pitch actual investors, real VCs. And this is all only for $7 a month. So if you want to support me as a creator, but more importantly, if you want to move your startup career forward and faster and get you access to guests on the podcast, other people in the city, and potentially investors then go to forwardthinking.city and sign up today for seven dollars a month that's forwardthinking.city all right see you tomorrow